0: Welcome to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast, I am your host Joanne Boyce. On this podcast we're going to discuss all things inclusive marketing from persona creation, campaigns and even some of the mishaps we see in the media. Tune in and let me know your thoughts on how we can make inclusive marketing the industry standard. Hi, welcome and welcome back to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. I am your host, Joanne Boyce. And today we're gonna talk all about how you can make social media marketing inclusive. So I'm gonna take you on a mini journey as thinking as a social media manager, your company is now going to go onto the social platforms. So you're gonna start with your strategy. Now, the strategy is a great area to implement some thinking around inclusivity. Say that you're thinking around, okay, we are going to pull inspo from influencers within the sector who are those influencers what inspiration are you pulling from and where are you getting that inspiration from and is that inspiration crediting the individuals who originally created it sometimes when we're researching things and we're pulling information what can happen in the social media world is the original creator doesn't get credit and then as a brand if you're then trying to say oh we were inspired by a dance made by this creator it is very vulnerable for the brand to credit the wrong person. It can lead to a lot of people in their comments saying, oh no, you're crediting the wrong person. You're stealing from this creator and not giving them credit. So wherever you're drawing inspiration from, make sure you take the time to research and make sure that the people that you're drawing inspiration from is diverse. Then you have wherever you're going to lead the traffic to. So if you're leading the traffic to a brand's website or you're leading the traffic to a particular area, check that the area that people are landing on is accessible, is able to be used by those who are using screen readers and so forth. This is not necessarily something that you're going to do, but it's something you can highlight to those who are responsible for it. And within that strategy, also think about your why. So thinking about, okay, we want to make sure that the content we're publishing on our platforms is diverse, is represented, is inclusive but who are our target audience? Thinking about that persona, thinking about that target audience and then explore using data, using research, how diverse that target audience is. Where do they hang out online? For, I always use gaming, but for gaming, say you're going to do a social media strategy plan for a game, you can have a look at, are there any women's groups online? Are there any black gamers groups online? Are there any disabled gamers groups online that are would be interested in this game, that you can engage with, that you can reach out to, that you can comment and share their content that they publish? So all of that is areas that you can make your strategy before you go into the social platforms inclusive. And then when you're thinking about the content, the errors within the content, let's go from a small to a large brand. So a small organization just getting started is likely to use a lot of stock photos when they're publishing to social platforms. They may not have the budget to do photography and full shoots. But when you're using the stock photos, if you're pulling stock photos that fit a certain aesthetic, fit a certain brand guidelines, have a reflection. If they include individuals in them, what do those individuals look like? And the beautiful thing about social is I'm not saying that you need to make every single image you post look like United Nations. Terrible term, but you get what I mean. But you have essentially a three by three grid to represent your brand. And in those nine squares, what does it say? Is every single one of those nine squares a skinny white woman who is non-disabled? Or is it various people using your content? So that's if you're using stock photos, then going up another level, say you have a lot of people who are posting about your product or your service and you're reposting and resharing that user-generated content, have a look at if you're missing certain individuals. Because the unfortunate thing with social platforms is that the algorithm tends to work against those from marginalized background. So there may be micro-influencers and individuals raving and talking positively about your product or service, but you're not necessarily getting served them or they're not getting the highest views and clicks. And that's the algorithm's problem. And we can discuss that on another podcast. But what you can ensure you're doing is looking at the who you're reposting and who's engaging. Either seeing areas that are missing, maybe you need to reach out to influencers who are from Black and Asian backgrounds, or maybe there's something in the product that is not attracting influencers or individuals who are from the LGBT community or disabled. That's a signifier. If you're only getting user-generated content from a certain demographic, either the algorithm is suppressing certain things or your product or service is not appealing to that certain demographic. So explore that. Another aspect is when we mentioned influencers. When working with influencers, there was a report published, and I'm going to find it, by an agency called 7-6. And they found that there's a pay gap when brands are paying influencers between white influencers and black influencers and I'm sure this pay gap crossed over into many other intersections but transparency I say it over and over again the more transparent you can be the more trusting people will be of your brand and that is even when you're working with influencers yes they'll have their individual rates but I think it's important to pay people it sounds so simple and so obvious but as a social media or a brand manager or The influencer, I understand that there are budgets. I understand that, you know, you're trying to get the biggest buck for your bang. But I just don't know how you can watch a campaign where everyone's doing, let's say, the same amount of work and see a disparity and not try and make a difference. But that's just me. That's me and my ethics and my morals. And, you know, because I believe in karma. But (laughs) that was a joke. I'm not trying to guilt anyone into doing these things. But it's important when you're putting aside budgets to make sure. What you say the budget is, is what it means, because what Black influencers were finding in this report is that when they asked their white counterparts with the same amount of following, the same amount of engagement, they were getting three, four times as much for the same campaign. And that disparity is just not encouraging people to come back and work with your brand. So if your brand then develops a reputation of underpaying influencers from a marginalized background... That reputation is going to carry forward with their following. That reputation is going to carry forward and just going to be negatively impacted on your brand. In regards to posting the content, I think it's really important to ensure when you're posting, you're making the content accessible. Now, there's various ways to make content accessible on social. The most obvious way that's come about is all the platforms now allow you to input alt text. If you're unsure what alt text is, it's a way to describe an image and add context so for example, for those listening and not watching, if you are watching, I would describe this as uh Joanne Boyce is sat on a chair. Uh, she is a black woman with shoulder length thread- dreadlocks sitting in front of a background of plants and arts work. That would give enough context to describe what I'm talking about. Mentioning that I'm a black woman adds context to the level of things I'm saying and the words I'm using. But adding alt text on your social media posts is important in the sense of it expands audience reach so people who are visually impaired or have difficulty seeing your images can get value from it anyway i've seen some amazing ways of using alt text where a creator uses alt text as a way to extend their caption so it encourages those who may not be visually impaired to actually click on it and see what is the extended version. It's still descriptive, it's still adding value and still adding context for what the image is, but it's also adding some more entertainment. I haven't seen any brands quite creative with their alt text. I've seen quite boring. So that's another way on all platforms you can add alt text. And then to wrap this mini episode up is explore the data. I've spoken to a lot of companies where their assumption is because they're following Is a certain demographic, say their following is 80% men. But when they've built their target audience, they said they were actually building 50% women, 50% men. A lot of brands and businesses blame the algorithm and say, oh, well, you know, that's just how it is. But data is something that we can play with, something that is moldable. And you have the opportunity to explore that data. It might be that your content is particularly... For men, and that's your intention. Cool. I'm not saying you to change anything or to explore anything there, but if that's not your original goal of your brand, have a look at what you're posting. Have a look at what you're engaging with. Is there a way to shift that narrative? Is there a way to test that data's theories? Even if your your following is ninety percent men, what is the diversity within that? Have you explored what percentage of your followers are? possibly disabled, possibly neurodivergent, queer, and are you appealing or creating content for that demographic within your audience? Those are a lot of things to take in and we can take a deep dive on each one, but to go over all of it, when you're thinking about social media and how to make it inclusive, think about it in each step from your strategy, what are you implementing, what are the goals and how can being inclusive with those benefit the business, benefit the brand, your content creation, How do you make that inclusive, representative and accessible? And then finally, what is the data saying? How do you question it? How do you improve it? How do you then refer that data back to your strategy and ensure that's reinforcing the original inclusive marketing goals you set? That was a lot to take in. If you have any questions or anything you wanna share or other ways that you've come across or made your brand on social media more inclusive, Feel free to tweet us or tweet myself at Joanne voice on all platforms. And thank you for tuning in to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast.